Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. You may remember the tragic and landmark case back in 2013 of Mary Fleming, who lost a Supreme Court challenge for the right to an assisted suicide. Mary was a university lecturer who had been diagnosed with multiple cirrhosis in her early 30s. For some years, the symptoms were slight, but eventually they were so severe her husband Tom Curran became a full-time carer. Her cognitive function was entirely unaffected, But by the time she took her legal challenge, she had lost almost all of her motor function, um, which was quite shocking. And she took 22 pills each day to ensure her limbs were pliable and supple for the seven carers who came in to shower, toilet and dress her and put her back in her wheelchair. Now, ultimately, Mary lost that case, as we know. And I remember at the time, the High Court judges said that if they could make a decision to allow her to have her life to be assisted to die... Well, they would do that. But unfortunately, the courts or the Supreme Court or the Constitution of the country didn't allow them to do that. Although she did succeed in dying, as she wanted, at home with her family in December 2013, that same year of the case, sadly. And as a result of that case, the Supreme Court judgment invited the legislators to address the issue of assisted dying. It has taken nearly 10 years, but the first public hearing from the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Assisted Dying took place in June. And this is going to go on for nine months and members will consider whether Ireland should allow people to end their lives and to be assisted to end their lives in specific circumstances such as terminal illness. At the same time, we heard today that according to new research, two thirds of the public in the UK support legalised assisted dying because they've had the same situation over there with, I suppose, a quandary over the law. Because currently, if you assist somebody to die in Ireland, or you assist somebody even to go, as we some, as we saw in this country, uh, to go to Switzerland to end their life, you will be found guilty, or you can be found guilty, of murder. And um, This finding comes as a terminal ill Lancashire woman, Rosemary Walker, is prepared to travel to Switzerland to end her life. She has described the UK law against assisted dying as cruel and archaic. In light of these developments, we wanted to discuss the arguments for and against bringing in assisted dying in Ireland, Um, And we want to know how you feel about it. Now, it is a very sensitive topic. Euthanasia is another word. I I don't believe there's a difference between euthanasia and assisted dying, to be honest. I think they're very, very similar. But joining me tonight uh, to discuss this, and we want to take your calls to, the number as usual, 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. You can WhatsApp or text if you want to come on. Just WhatsApp us and say, let me on. And they will gladly ring you and let you on. Is Malachi Steenson, who is a solicitor. You'll be all very familiar with Malachi. He's been on the show many times. And also Tom Curran. And uh, Tom, as you know, as I mentioned earlier on there, was not only a carer uh, for Mary, but with her to uh, the end of her life. Uh, good evening to you both, gentlemen. Good evening, Good evening. Welcome back. Thank you very much indeed, Malachi. Malachi, you know, we have choices throughout life. We have free will. And all people are looking for who are in that situation is to die with dignity, I suppose. Isn't that, isn't that the term that's used, Malachi? Well, of course people should die with dignity, but that's not what we're talking about here. And what we know is where this is being brought in through Europe, you know, we've 15-year-old children in some Scandinavian countries now deciding that they want to end their own life and being facilitated to do that. We know that in this country, the political establishment and the NGO establishment have no value on human. And we saw, and you mentioned the abortion referendum, we were told 
that that would lead to less abortions. And we know that since the abortion legislation was changed in this country, 34,000 children have been murdered before they were born. We know that suicide is the biggest cause of death of our young, of our young people, particularly young men, young teenagers and young men in their 20s, and yet there's no discussion or debate about that. What we know about the political class in this country is that they want to bring in a woke liberalisation which has no respect for the sanctity of life, which has no respect for anybody. We see, and you mentioned there, the forthcoming referendums on um, Article 42, where we're told, and if you ask any of your listeners what does Article 42 say, they will say it mentions women. It doesn't. In fact, it mentions mothers in the home, not women. And we now see legislation now coming forward in other countries where you can effectively transplant a womb. We already know you can. Um, that that yeah, but Malik, that, 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 there's, there's been these, but there's been one things. case of that in India. I think I think I think Hold it was on, Niall, All of these things come into. The discussion but you, but what you're giving me, yeah, but what you're giving me, Malik, you're giving me the sky falling in argument, and it isn't always no. the case. For example, okay. we brought in Again, marriage equality; no. the sky didn't fall in. You're arguing in relation to abortion, you know, that the numbers hold have on. gone well, up. Maybe the numbers on. haven't gone up. Maybe there were many people that weren't accounted for that ordered pills online. What I'm saying is, you know, okay. people, the, the sky. I'm not suggesting we didn't make it easier for people to have an abortion, but generally speaking, when you bring in legislation like that, you're just accommodating people who are going to do it anyway. No, you're not, because what we've done in this country is now we have said that it's okay, and that's what these people want. They want society to say it's okay. The same as the the, the arguments going before the Constitutional uh, Commission now at the minute, which is another NGO quango set up to deliver what the, the state and the liberal agenda wants at the pretext of some kind of discussion or honest debate, when it's, in fact, nothing like that. We will now move rapidly towards the... the um, legalizing and uh, the decriminalization of, of drugs and of class A drugs. And that's because the political class wants that because half of them are out of their head on coke most of the time. And <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word half, but certainly some of them are, yeah. Okay, well, well let me, sorry, let, want, let, but hang on, let me, come, well, let me go back to Tom. To justify okay. things that they know are morally wrong. Okay, Tom, whatever about the morals, and we all, there's no losses, we all have to have, have the same moral values anyway in the first place. No, but, but we all come from a Judean Christian tradition, Niall, which... Well, yeah, well, I'm not a Judean Christian. Hold on, you do, Niall, because for over two... Well, I might have come from that, but I'm not a Judean Christian now. I don't practice Christianity. Society, it doesn't matter whether you do or not, Niall. Society is based on that tradition. It's based on the sanctity of life. It's based on the family as being... Okay, oh, okay, well, okay. Let me, let, well, let me come to Tom. Tom, hang on, hang on. Do we, do, I, want, I want to be okay. fair. Now, Malachi, hang on, I want to be fair. Tom, just to come to you. In relation to what Malachi is suggesting, yeah, and well, I, I, I don't want to... Hang on, Malachi, please. I don't necessarily disagree to some... Maybe there's an attempt there to suggest that we're devaluing life. In other words, as people get older, you know, they think their life is worth less because, hey, somebody wants to bump me off. Maybe I'm better off going, you know, and this is what we have to be very, very careful about with legislation like this, that we don't devalue the elderly. We don't devalue the sick. We don't devalue the disabled. No, exactly what you're saying to people is. To particularly our Sorry, older I'm people, I'm our older saying. people who yeah. are sick or who have dementia, okay. you're saying to them, your life is worth less than somebody oh, well, I, I, I heard you say that. Okay, but, okay, well, Tom, respond just to that if you can. It, does it devalue life? No, no, not at all. What, what you're doing is you're putting control back into the person whose life it is. What, you're, what, you, what was suggested in some cases is you're telling a person how they should live their life. And you're telling them how they should die. Because a period of 20 years or 10 years or whatever it happens to be, particularly with neurological problems like Mary had, you're dictating to them 
that they should have a life of misery. When, they, when they're perfectly rational and when they can make the choice themselves, you're taking that choice away from them. So that's not valuing you life. You're not on. valuing no, life. You're no, not, no, no, no. Please, please, that's please. not the argument you're making. Me. You're, you're making the argument that, that I should say it's okay for you to do that. If, if, if an not individual wants to take their own life I'm, I'm in saying, I'm saying, I'm so saying you, you, you can live your life you whatever way you want. Okay. No, I'm not saying Okay, 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 Matt Maliki, please let Tom respond. Sorry, Tom, go ahead. I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I, th- I think, Tom, your, your phone line is breaking up badly. Maybe just pop up the stairs or out the back garden or something like that. I do apologize. But I, uh, I am upstairs at the moment. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Sorry, is that go on, go on anyway. Go on. We'll, work, we'll work with it. Go ahead, go on. Yeah, sorry, I'm not, I'm not saying, sorry, I've lost a bit of train of thought. What, all this is about is a person having a right to choose for themselves. And I'm not saying that somebody else, if they disagree with that, they have a perfect right to choose to disagree. Don't enforce your morals on somebody else. But how do you, but how do you predict, okay, so how do you predict, Tom, the law will work? Will it only be for people of a certain age? Will it only be for people who have a terminal illness that's sanctioned by maybe three experts that will say that they only have a certain amount of time to live? I mean, how do you predict that legislation could work? One of the places where legislation has been in for a long time is Oregon, in America. And it works perfectly well there. So the the, the original bill that John Halligan put in was based on the Oregon law. It was based there. Now, they monitor it all the time. And one of the things that's very important out there, the death rate hasn't gone up. But maybe people are dying a bit earlier, but the, the death rate hasn't gone up. They're dying when, when they and they can Some people have still quite all. I, I, I tell you what, I'm going to have to get Jane to call you back, unfortunately, Tommy, because your line is really, really bad and it keeps breaking up all the time. Maliki, I mean, Tom mentioned Oregon. I'm not familiar with the figures, but I'm sure Tom is because he studied quite a lot and he's looked into it quite a lot. And John Halligan's uh, version of the of the bill uh, that he brought in, although that's not the final bill, obviously, uh, is based on the Oregon law. The debt rate hasn't gone up. In other words, you know, people are not going out and just doing it because it's available. So the idea that you're, you mentioned earlier on uh, doesn't doesn't come into it. Well, no, I'm not, I haven't got the, the Oregon figures in front of me, but I think if you look at those figures, you will see there's a different calculation in how they're made. You know, so it may not, when, when people say the debt numbers haven't gone up, you know, that may not be exactly correct. But you see, what this agenda is about is about, and you, nobody can deny this, that it's about devaluing life. It's about saying, what message does that send to our old people or our sick people when we have a state which pre- is prepared to say that if you're, life becomes something that somebody else will decide is not a good enough life. But that nobody, but, but hang on, but, but, but hang on, but, but the, yeah, but that's not what assisted suicide is. It, nobody else is going to decide, I'm not going to decide for me mother or for me granny or whatever it is. That's not the way it works, Malachi. You're making it out that we decide, no, you know, whether somebody else's life is worth living. Pressure, that's not the case. Niall, societal pressure will be put so much on those individuals that they they may well make the decision, the decision themselves. It's a bit like people wearing masks. They've done it because 
the state told them to, and because they were continually indoctrinated on the media about it. And that's what's exactly is going to happen here. And if you look at abortion, there are many, many women who regret murdering their child. I don't. Th- I, I can't imagine for one pregnant. minute. Malik, I couldn't imagine for one minute somebody believing that they should die if they're very unwell, believing that are the very elderly that they should die just because society believes they have oh, no, no value we, anymore. We, we, we take our old people who who are somewhat vulnerable and who may not be well, and instead of looking after them in our own homes and putting ourselves out a bit, we dump them into a nursing home. What does that say to an old, people, an old person when the vast majority of their, their relations never visit them for a start? You know, so, and people are just abandoned because they're a burden, and that's the way a lot of old people will feel, and a lot of our sick people particularly will feel. And that's the message that the state, that's the message the state wants to send because they want to reduce... The, the people at the older end of the spectrum and they want to reduce the amount of children and they want to, and the other topic you're talking about later on, they want to import tens of thousands of people to fill the vacuum in the middle. And I mean, that's a nonsensical policy. Well, we, we, we'll, talk, we'll talk about immigration later on but, but in saying that that's a different argument. The, the argument I'm having in relation to that is electronic tagging which has been suggested in the UK. Um, but anyway, get, getting back to this particular piece of legislation. So do you predict, Maliki, that you're wasting your time, wasting your breath, arguing against it because as far as you're concerned, sure, it's going to happen anyway. Well, no, hold on. I, I'm certainly against it and I will be campaigning against it but I don't believe all is lost. I believe we are now on the verge of some change. Maybe not this year, perhaps next year. People are waking up to an awful lot of what's going on in society. And this is just one aspect of it. We see, as I said earlier, you know, the huge amount of, of children that are killed before they're born. The huge amount. I mean, there's abortion. effectively no yeah. children being born with Down syndrome at the moment because they're that's all being killed before. That, that's not true. Right? That's not true, I don't know where you got that statistic. So you're you're telling me there's no... You, you, you no, said effectively no, no. none. But you said effectively none. That's not a factual statement. Effect, well, okay. Okay. I, there okay. may there may be a, there may be a decrease. I'm not deni- I'm not denying that there may be a decrease. The vast majority, as there was in the UK, okay. With Down syndrome, are killed before they're born. Uh, well, are term- the mean the pregnancies are terminated as as what happens in the they're UK. Killed before they're born. You can use whatever language you want, Matt. Okay. Right? Well, sorry. Okay. Well, okay. Well, let me go back to Tom. I think I have his line back again. Tom. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Um, so getting okay. back to what you were talking about, you mentioned Oregon. I mentioned that to Maliki that the rate hadn't gone yeah. up. Maliki doubts those statistics. But anyway, do you have statistics in relation to Oregon and where and how do they formulate those statistics that, and show us? Because it would be very difficult to get statistics to show yep, that people I, didn't make I mean, that decision. I, I'm out in the garden at the moment, so I, I can't. Well, that sounds much, you know. it sounds much better. <laughs> can, okay, I just, can I just say the garden? And it's lovely night as well. But... Uh, Lovely clear sky out here at the Wicklow Mountains or Wicklow Hills. But statistics uh, onto you, there's no difficulty with that because they publish them all the time. Uh, Switzerland would be another place. But, you know, there are countries in Europe where they've, they've, they've pushed and pushed and pushed, but that's their choice. We would have that choice as well to limit or to decide who we, we allow this to happen to. Again, Tom, with that's all the whole concept. Respect. That's the hold Once on, hold on. The door, that, the you, whole that, there's no evidence of that. There's your speaking we have, about. We only have a to look at abortion. We only have to look at the example of children. Well, we're not talking about abortion. We're not talking about abortion. We're talking about a person choosing for themselves who's an adult. Mm-hmm. In abortion, the, the, it's, it's, it's the mother or the, or the parents or whatever you want to call it is choosing. We're here talking about a person who's lived a life. And who's making a choice for themselves, not for any other life. Well, so there's no comparison. You, you, 
Yeah. Wait, by the way, you know, Tom, maybe you can clarify for me in relation to Dignitas yeah. uh, in Switzerland. Yeah. What is the criteria yeah. in Dignitas to be approved to allow uh, euthanasia or assisted dying? Well, and by the way, can you clarify something else? Is there a difference between euthanasia and assisted dying? It's the same thing, isn't it? There, there is. There's the, there is in the English language, the definition. Uh, the definition of euthanasia is ending someone else's life for their good. Okay. With, 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 with the assisted dying, the person themselves to end their own life. But in an awful lot of cases, they need assistance to do that. Even the assistance to provide a peaceful death. If they are if perfectly able-bodied. I, I, I know in Switzerland, they, in Switzerland, they have to press the button themselves. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so what is the criteria in Switzerland? So let's say I'm unwell. Let's say I have MS, for example, or whatever it yeah. happens to be. Yeah. And I decide, you know, that I don't want to hang around. I don't want to go through the pain of that or whatever it happens yeah. to be. Or I know I'm going to get locked in syndrome or whatever it happens to be. So what, what is the, the criteria in Switzerland? Or is there a criteria? There is. A, oh, yeah. The, the Swiss are very strict. It, it's probably one of the best places as far as that, uh, as far as Malachy's argument would be concerned. In the in the world, because they are they are ultra strict there. They're very Germanic in there. You know, all the the eyes have to be dotted and the T's crossed and that sort of thing. The first criteria is that the person has to be rational. They have to understand the decision they're making. So you can't and have that. You couldn't have Alzheimer's, for example. No. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Right. Now, okay. this, this is a, this is an argument even among our own side that at what point, if you make the decision beforehand. And then the other argument would be that, how do you know that the person would still want to? Uh, but anyway... With, with that, with that is a good like, argument, because you may make that decision of course, yeah. when you're conscious. Oh, or, no, I, I, yeah. I agree it's a good argument, yeah. But in Switzerland, as you asked, the person has to be rational. And even when they travel there, I mean, it's available for their own people as well. But, but when people travel there, it's the only country in the world where people can travel to. But where, when people travel there, the day before there's a psychological assessment to make sure the person understands what they're doing and it's their choice. Nobody's forcing them into it. It's their choice. And that it doesn't happen unless they pass that psychological test. Now, when you say a psychological test, is it similar to, I know I'm not being flippant here, but in the United Kingdom, for example, we go back to Malachy's abortion just for a moment. Um, the only reason that you could have an abortion in the United Kingdom is if, if the woman's life is in danger or suffers from mental health problems. Now, in saying that, that's that part of the law is practically abandoned. Anyone can go in just have an abortion. So, are they genuinely very well, stri- very? Are, are they genuinely very strict they, about it? They are genuinely very strict. That aspect of the law is broken every day. You're, you're in abortion. That aspect of the law. Yes, sorry, Malik, you're talking about abortion. I just use the analogy. That's all. Yeah. Okay. And no. No. And as and far as Switzerland is concerned, and even in Oregon and, and Washington and other places where where this is is a facility for people to avail of. They are very strict, particularly about the rationality part of it. Mm. Maliki, I mean, if it's very strict, and if you have somebody who is professional and can assess to make sure that the person is not being coerced into doing what they're doing, and if it's, you know, deemed that it is their choice. Maliki, you're all about choice. You're constantly going on about free will. You're constantly going on about freedoms, you know, and freedom to speak and, you know, hate speech laws and everything else and freedom of speech. You're constantly going, here's a law that actually gives you freedom to do something with your own life, and you're against that. The law, you see, this argument is not about somebody taking their own life. 
It's about somebody else helping them to do it. Or society yes. encouraging that type no, of... No, 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 you're adding to no, it now. No, we're not talking about encouraging at all. We're talking about and a person I, making a choice for themselves. And now you mentioned professionals, right? We have heard professional after professional lie to us for the past two or three years. Blatantly. And, you know, we're at the point in this country and in, this, in, in Europe and in the world, in fact, that you cannot believe anything a professional tells you, whether it's somebody looking into the accounts of RTE or somebody telling you something about masks will prevent uh, spread of COVID or whether it's somebody who tells you a vaccine will actually stop you getting a, 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 a virus that it doesn't stop you getting. So, you know, we know that professionals and we know that the professional class run the country and have run it into the ground. We look at professionals in this country who can't tell you how much the children's hospital is going to cost or how many more billions it will cost, or when it will be finished. We've the same people who can't tell you how they get rid of um, waiting lists in hospitals, and wouldn't euthanasia or assisted suicide be a great way of reducing the hospital list? I'm sure um, Stephen Donnelly is saying, rubbing his hands with glee if this type of legislation come in, because that would get rid of the, the old people having to wait on hospital trolleys overnight, not the 24 hours he's talking about. Mm. You know, this is the lunacy of, of, of where we're going in society and, and somebody has to say stop and unfortunately well, why, why, but hang on but, why, but, but hang on when you say somebody has to say stop you know we brought in legislation for different things I know you don't agree with it because you're quite conservative but we brought in legislation for example for gay marriage or marriage equality you know okay there were people who said stop but for, for gay people who are in love, I mean, that was a wonderful development. So when you say but somebody... Ha- on, well, no, hang on. When you say somebody has to say stop, you know, sometimes legislation or changing the Constitution is not... It's not always a bad thing, Maliki. We progress no, as a society, don't we? We evolve. Right. The difference between the, the gay marriage legislation and, say, abortion are... Um, I'm not, co- I'm not comparing them. I'm talking about evolving nobody, as a society. Nobody died. With the, with the um, gay marriage one. But with the con- if you look at the indoctrination of people, can you actually say that in any of those referendums, people made a conscious choice that wasn't influenced continually by the media onslaught? If you listen to the, the arguments, just look at the, the arguments in relation to the upcoming uh, next year's American presidential elections and the demonization of Trump without any real analysis of what's going on in America. You know, and okay, okay, well, 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 okay, you okay. Know. Well, well, on that point, let me just come back, come back to Tom. Maliki, could, could I just say something there? Yeah. Uh, you said that nobody died in these other legislations. The in people, relation to gay marriage. Well, no, hang on, please let him finish. Will, will you, yeah, yeah. Will, will you let me finish, please? Everybody's going to die. We're all going to die. It's inevitable. All we're talking about here is people who don't want a bad death and don't want a prolonged illness they have no quality of life and we're giving them the decision of what time to end that and that's really all this is about there won't be people queuing that never happened in any country where this is available it won't empty out the hospitals because there won't be that many people wanting to avail of this so those sort of sensational statements to me are absolutely stupid but what about, Tom, you know, when we brought change the Constitution, and I know this, by the way, as far as I know, this is not constitutional. Anyway, this can be changed by the Oireachtas. So exactly. Yeah, by the legislators. The Supreme Court has ruled on that, that there's nothing in the Constitution to prevent it. Although, although as, a good, as goodwill to the citizens, I personally believe it should be brought, it should be brought in, or it should be put, put to the, the, the people anyway. 
um, I think it would be fair to put something such as such a big decision uh, to the people. But in relation to you know what Maliki's talking about, and I come back to it again, that when we bring in legislation or we make a ration, you know, uh, you know, a radical change to legislation or law in this country, there's always the fear that oh, if we allow this, this is going to happen. And I've seen that time and time again. When you bring in legislation, okay, for for now, it may be assisted dying for people who are terminally ill over the age of 65 or something like that, okay? Uh, but within five years, campaigners will say, oh, well, no, we want it to be 50 now. And they don't really have to be terminally ill. They can be just sick. You know, because we've seen that with, with other legislation, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. But isn't that the people's choice? Well, no, I, do, I wouldn't say it is the people's choice. I, I mean, when we look but, but at currently the current legislation, and I hate to use the analogy again of abortion, there are campaigners yeah. out there who are campaigning to bring uh, abortion in up to, the, up to the hour of birth. I mean, there are hardly but, anybody but in this country agrees with that, apart from the campaigners. Just mean that it's going to happen. There are campaigners out there for all sorts of things, but that doesn't mean that it happens. Well, I've, so I've, 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 seen, the the, I've seen the minority in this country sway the law, and I've seen it happen. Yeah. The NGOs back something, then it becomes the reality. But, you know, on whether the people should have a choice, sometimes the people shouldn't have a choice because there are some fundamental facts of life and the sanctity of human life is one of those core issues that people cannot, on a whim or when, on an, in a referendum, influenced by, by the 30-odd thousand NGOs pay $6.5 billion in this country to, uh, to articulate woke liberal ideology that... That would suggest that a person's life isn't their own. That's, no, a person's life have, is their own. They should have no, choice. They should have no choice about how they run their life or end their life. We've already given them a choice about how they could end their life. We've, we've legalized suicide. Anybody can end their own life. With respect, Malachi, I do believe, I think Tim knows about the sanctity of human life. And he, I but, think you'd be well aware. What Tim wants, and you see, always when these, and I, I, I'm not trying to make this in any way personal to Tim, I, we know his story, but, you know, he is one of the other. Tom, so Tom. I'm coming at, you know, at that perspective, right? Yeah. The reality is that if we legislate and allow this, the door is open. I, and, well, okay, well, well, if you want to make a person, well, hang on, if you want to make a person, make a person. Could you sit there and look oh, at no, Mary? No, no, I'm, no, I'm just saying, Maliki, would you be able to sit there on the opposite side of a sofa to Mary Fleming while she was in, you know, the height of what she went through when she went through the courts because she didn't want to be in this world anymore. She wanted to die with dignity. Could you have sat there and told her, no, I'm not going to help you? Could you have done no, that? I, I mean, I don't know. The, and, well, and you see, unless somebody is in that actual situation, but that's what and I'm saying. I may, but that's I may, what we're talking on, about. I may take a view, but, but, Noel, if I did... Well, well then you've just lost the argument now, haven't you? Unless somebody's in no. that situation. No. Tom was hold in on. that situation. That's, that's what you're we're talking about, if people are in that situation. You're, you're missing the point of the argument. If I was in that position, I would take a view, and I would do it, or I wouldn't do it. But I wouldn't be asking society to say that it was okay. I wouldn't be asking society to exonerate me from whatever I did or didn't do. I would say, I'm going to do this. That's my decision. And I will either help that but person then, or I won't. But then, and that's sorry, but, but the then, end of it. And then you should be allowed to that. make that decision. But, but hold on. You should but be I'm allowed. Not going to ask, so all, all I'm we're not saying is allow the, all, the, right. all I'm saying is allow the person to make that decision. You're saying you might decide it for yourself. You might not. But you, you, you wouldn't ask society to endorse it. 
I mean, the, the last person that made that decision in this country, Maliki, to assist somebody by buying plane tickets or going to a travel agent, should I say, to assist somebody to go to Switzerland, was brought to court. Thankfully, wasn't uh, convicted in the end, but charged with murder. Yeah, no, well, it wasn't people, murder. But, but the yeah. campaign... Sorry. Is for it was assisting in suicide. Assisting in suicide. Sorry, I do apologise. But uh, thankfully, he wasn't convicted in the end. Some people exactly. will make that decision, and you can be sure it probably happens. But do you, do you, what do you think if you made that decision for a loved one or somebody, and, and as you said yourself, unless you were in that position, you wouldn't know what you would do. Do you think, it, let's say you did make that decision to assist the person, I'm not saying you put a pillow over their head or anything like that, but they said to you, look, there's two tablets there and a glass of water. If you give me them, I can pass away peacefully now, otherwise I'm going to be in pain for the next three weeks. And you decided, okay, I'll do this because I love that person so much. Would you expect to go to jail? Do you think well, somebody should go to jail that for that? Be, well, well, firstly, I'm sure that if I did do that, I wouldn't be going out and rabbiting about it and <laughs> saying that I had done it. But if if it came to pass that I was done for it, so be it then, you know, if I went to jail. And do you think that would be... But, uh, uh, Maliki, you'd be the very person who'd be fighting in court that you deserve not to go to jail because you, did the, because you felt you did the right thing. Yes, but if I went yeah, well, to then, jail... Okay, well, then if you felt you did the right thing as a person, surely society should provide legislation for other people who are in that situation to do the right no, thing. See, Niall, you're, you're twisting what, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if I made that decision to do that, then I would live with the consequences, whatever they may be. Right? Now, I wouldn't be asking society to say to me that, that it's okay and that it's okay for somebody else because once you open the door, you're, we know... And again, I have to come back to the abortion issue because that's the template that we have. We know once you open the door, it's a slippery slope. We see the push now to do away with the three-day wait in relation to abortion and to extend, you know, the, the, the time period. And, you know, all of these things are incremental. The same as if they get legislation to de- de- decriminalise um, class or, or class A drugs. Or, or, yeah. And then it will move on to class A drugs, and then it'll be to legalise them. I don't, I don't think there is an interim period. I think the they're just talking about class A drugs. Uh, yeah, but sorry, T- Tom, in relation to the Oireachtas and how that's going currently at the moment, I know it's Michael Healy Ray is looking after that at the moment. How long is that expected yeah. to go on for? Uh, I, they, they finish up before the end of the year, and I think until tomorrow, my understanding is that they will make their suggestion, and it's only a suggestion, back to the Oireachtas in March. And will you will you be making submissions yourself? Are you involved in that? I, I will be making a submission on the I think is it the eighth of the eighth of October? Yes. Maliki, will you be making submissions, or are people from your <laughs> side making submissions? Well, I'm sure there'll be people from my side, not me particularly um, necessarily. I haven't even thought about it, but perhaps I will. Mm. But I'm sure there will be many people on my side because you know the the silent majority, you know, agree with me on most things. Despite what, what I don't know. I, I know. I, 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 you know what, Maliki? I believe this is very similar to abortion, and I've always said it in all the years of talk radio. Abortion was the one topic that literally split people down the middle, and I do believe, uh, with respect, Tom, as well, that this particular piece well, of legislation sorry, does split just, people just, down the middle. And that's why, that's why okay, so, mainstream media on the, on the side of majority continued thing. the indoctrination for years. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Tom, would you not agree that it kind of does split the population down the middle? There is a percentage but, but that don't agree. Or what I was trying to say was that the last poll that was done here, seventy nine percent of people were in favour. And who is that's that? That's not the silent majority. That's that's a, a vast majority. 
Well, in the last one of the last polls here, seventy-five percent of the people said they were opposed to open borders, and you know, the well, state they got, well, the government dismissed that one. That's different. <laughs> well, are, are we going to? Are we on here to talk about this subject, or are we on to talk about everything? Hold on. We know that in relation to the hate speech legislation, the vast bulk of the of the um, submissions put into the state in relation to that legislation were against the legislation and were totally ignored then by the state. So, you know, the state will do what it wants and it will use the, the um, convention, but, but, the, the, the constitutional convention, the to, to rubber stamp Oh well, I, well, I know Tom. We all elect the states. We we're the people exactly, elect the states. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't. They're there to that, represent us. Well, well, you could argue that they are there to represent us, but are they actually representing the majority? Well, in a lot the of theory. well, in a lot of cases, they that's don't. The theory, yes. You know, so I yeah. I do accept Maliki's point that sometimes polls are not are, can be quite meaningless. You know, because I've seen polls that some of my outrageous. To be honest with you, I don't believe them for a minute. Uh, but Tom, going forward with this, yeah. I mean, the, the legislation yeah. itself. You know, what kind of criteria would you like to see? You'd like to see what they've done in Oregon. So maybe explain to me a little bit about what that means. So if I'm 65 and I'm diagnosed, say, with terminal cancer and a doctor gives me six months to live, does that entitle me, in your opinion, or do you believe that well, should entitle no. me to? One of the things that is very difficult, particularly with people with neurological problems, just marry. Mm. We were asked when we went to the high court report yeah. Are you going back into the house again, Tom? Oh, no. Here, sorry. Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes, go on. You were asked, go on. Uh, we, we, we were asked by our neurologist, the court asked us to give death reports for a neurologist. Uh, and one of the, the, the questions that was asked was life expectancy. And it's impossible to give a life expectancy with a person with a neurological disease. The only real disease that a person can be given a time to live is cancer. But what we're talking about here is a quality of life. When a person goes past that quality that they don't want to endure anymore, then that's their right, I think. And who do, who decides, whether that, whether, apart from the person themselves, who decides or what expert decides if that person has a quality of life? The, the, well, isn't the person's life themselves what decides their quality of life? The decision is for them. Not for anybody just to come in and dictate to them. But I, but there's there's, but, but there's people people out there. There's people out so, there so who believe you, they've no quality of life and they probably have. But are you, also the thing of pain. Some people can tolerate pain much better than other people can tolerate. Mm-hmm. So nobody else can say that. Oh, you you know that pain is, is you know. Negligent. But I, are, are we not? Are we not? When, when you say that there, there's not a time period, and then it depends on the person and whether they believe they have a quality of life. Well, then we're being quite vague again, aren't we? They, they, you know, going back to the original bill, which was quite vague. The part of it is that is is, is it uh, with a certain end of life period? That's mm. the only bit that's vague. But that's vague with most diseases, with most life limiting diseases. Not terminal diseases. MS would not be regarded as a terminal disease. People don't die from MS. They die from the symptoms. Maliki, you know... So it's, I, not, it's not a okay. terminal illness. Maliki, just yeah. a final point before I go into the break, and I'm going to take a few callers on this as well, and thank you both, both of you. But Maliki, I heard a wonderful story. When I say a wonderful story, you probably don't think it's a wonderful story. Going back about seven or eight years ago, a girl in America who was only in her late 20s was diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, and it was quite, uh, she was at the latter stages before she was even diagnosed. She was suffering from migraines and they had no idea at the time what it was. She was given approximately three months to live. 
She sold her house, sold her car, packed in her job, went on a cruise around the world with her best friend, came back and had a party in a hotel uh, in America. I don't know too sure what part of America it was. And had a beautiful suite in the hotel, but obviously all the money she'd got from selling the house and the car and everything else. And invited 10 of her friends to this particular party uh, where she had a nice send-off. She went up to the room with, I don't know, I think in this particular state they give them tablets or something like that to take, whatever it is, whenever they feel they're ready. And um, she passed away peacefully after taking the tablets. To me, that sound, in the situation she was in, that seems like a nice way to go. Would you not agree? If that's what she wanted to do. But she wasn't asking me or you to there say you go. it was okay. Yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, but that's, that's what okay. she wanted to do. So, but there are, she was assisted no, in doing that by, by a doctor when, giving her those tablets. When we, talk, when we talk about quality of life, right, there are thousands of children and young adults in this country with physical and mental disabilities whose parents have to beg this state to get even a weekend respite a couple of times a year. Maliki, I was a carer for 20 years. And when we're not years, prepared to do that for those people, I, you know, we're wasting I, I, time. I, 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 what we're actually saying to those people, on what we're saying, hold on, let me finish the point. I, I let you go back in, saying to those parents, What we're saying to those parents is that your children's quality of life is so little that the state doesn't give a damn and that here's the option we're going to give That's you. not, that's, I don't know how you're equating the two of them together. Well, sorry, sorry Tom, go ahead. Respond to that, Tom. So, what, what I was saying, I'm, I'm helping people uh, trying to care for somebody else. I totally agree with Malachi. I was a carer for a long time. And the arguments we had over getting things like respite or getting even care to the house or, or anything, even palliative care that was necessary. I think you see with that. And, and we're very inadequate in providing for our people. But, but that's a different, or different topic altogether. What we're, here, what we're talking about here is a, ra- a rash adult making a decision for themselves, like that woman that you mentioned in, in America. Mm. I, thought, but I, not, I just thought it was a nice ending to a story, a sad story. Yeah, we're, we're not open, asking people like Maliki to help them. There are plenty of people who are quite willing to, to help. You're asking me to say that it's okay. You're, well, we are, well, we're not asking you to say it's okay. You can always say it's not okay. You're asking me to vote yeah. for it, and you're asking me as a member of society that society says it's okay. Okay. Well, fi- finally, because I, I have to go into a break. Tom, do you believe, even though it's not needed legally, do you believe there should be a referendum anyway? Because the state has uh, the ability I, I, to I do would, that. I would have absolutely no difficulty with a referendum. Absolutely none. Malachi, would you would you be okay with a referendum? Because then, if, if people don't want it, it won't happen. Well, unfortunately, I don't think that we need to go down this road at all. Well, no, no, that, that's, neither, that's not the question I asked you. A referendum. No, hold on. The so you don't even want to give people the choice, but go on, yeah. That, uh, hold on. As I said earlier, there are some things that are go to the basis of human life and to the sanctity of our life and to... to the type of society we want. And I don't believe that selecting a group of our people to be killed off is something that the people should have any say over. I think it should be intrinsic within our basic legislation that we do not kill people. We don't hang people anymore for committing murder. That's, you, you, that, that's not a good analogy, man. That's a silly. That's silly. We have now, no, it's not. Well, no, you know, people, 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 hold on. You're, you're talking about criminality now. We're, not, we're talking about innocent people who live their lives and are choosing to die with dignity. That's what we're talking about. Stick to the subject, will you? Tom Curran, listen, thank you very much indeed. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about this debate over the next, certainly over the next nine months to a uh, year. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.